Good morning, Tim. How are you this morning? <laughs> it's about time you started the Friday bonus without breaking my eardrums. No, I want a little soothing. We get some smooth jazz on or some, you know, whatever music that's a little more mellow. That's Start up today, Tim. What's going on? It is Friday morning. Yeah, smooth jazz is typically what's on my radio on the car. Sirius XM, smooth jazz. My wife laughs at me, but it's what I drive to. <laughs> I would have thought like Yacht Rock would be one of the... I, well, I do enjoy some Yacht Rock. Um, and unfortunately, due to some you know Tony Bennett's passing today, I'm a actually pretty big Tony Bennett fan. So uh, Yeah, that was... We just talked about it. He lived a good life. And uh, man, what a great, uh, what a great singer, a crooner, yeah, right, Tim? He was. Frank Sinatra once called him the best, the best voice in American music. So, if as I told you, if Frank said it, it had to be right. When when Frank said that, when he said he, he didn't mean himself. He meant he, he Tony meant Tony. Right. Yes, okay. he was referring to Tony. <laughs> Bennett. Right on. Frank was known to do some swashbuckling, but I think he that he was uh, that's a whole different story. No, oh, all those guys remember Frank and Dean, the Rat, and the Rat Pack, Tony Bennett. Dang, oh, yeah. losing back some good day. ones. Yeah, losing some day. good ones. Yeah. Well, before we get too deep in conversation about some of the stuff we want to talk about, you've got a big trip coming up starting tomorrow. You're going fishing for a week up in northern Minnesota. Yeah, northern Minnesota. the The lake uh, shares the the boundary, or the you know the the border with Canada. So um, we'll be fishing in the U.S. sometimes, and sometimes in Canada. So, and uh, the fishing is better over on Canada. So. <laughs> I guess the fish don't realize that they can just swim across the, the swim border. Across, they don't. <laughs> so this is an annual trip you do it every year with a group of guys that you've been doing it with um yep. and what 10 of you i believe 10 or 12 uh i think it's gonna be 12 now and that's okay. the limit for this particular cabin so that's good we've sold out tim sold out catching some uh walleye and some northern yep walleye northern bass perch um you know, I don't think anyone's caught a muskie. I'm sure they're in there, but no one's caught one yet. But no one really tries. You know, yeah. we mostly bass and walleye fish and things like that. So, and then catch some, catch some perch and do a shore lunch. Yeah, yeah, we do a fish fry probably two or three times while we're up there, and it's you know, it's funny because on Friday night around here, you know, where's the best fish fry? And I just can't. It doesn't compare to anything yep, like I agree. catching a fish and then two hours later eating it, you know, yeah, no, frying I, it up. When I lived in northern Minnesota many, many years ago, that was always a favorite part of summer was going. There was a couple guides that I'd go out with a couple times each summer, and we'd catch some walleye and do a shore lunch. and Or if we caught some panfish, we'd have a shore lunch with panfish, and just it's, it can't beat it. Yeah. But we've been going for – Oh, God, 12 years. We used to go up into Canada, and now we've kind of um, tapered it back a little bit, and now we're well, northern COVID, Minnesota, Canada. Area. COVID played into that decision, didn't it? Yeah, and we had a really nice setup in Canada where uh, the the owner that we befriended, he owned a uh, 
a cabin on an island. So he basically owned this island. And he had it down to three groups that would come up every year. And we were one of the trusted ones. You know, when we left that place, it was spotless. He didn't really have to clean much. They, he just trusted us. And then over COVID, we had a couple year hiatus and then we called him back and he just said he didn't want to do it anymore. His health was declining. So I think he's either going to either live there or just sell it off. But he just, he didn't want to deal with it anymore, which was pretty sad for us because it was like right in the epicenter of where we fished every year for 15 years or so. Well, we have a mutual friend that's buying a hunting lodge in kind of Southern Illinois. Maybe, yeah. maybe mechanical hub should uh, look at buying a fishing lodge in Canada and we could uh, yeah. have a lot of fun. <laughs> hey man, it's uh, it is a lot of fun. Uh, I will say that the, the expenses are probably cut in half, you know, from just the lodging up there. Just, you know, you got to cross the border, you got to pay duty on alcohol and different things. And, um, it's farther, more gas money. It's just, it, yeah. Economically, it's it's better. The fishing's a little bit less, you know, as far as, you know, catching. You know, we're on Lake of the Woods up in Canada. That's one of the best fisheries around in, in North America. So you do miss that. But we're in, yeah. you know, we, we've adjusted to this new lake. We've kind of found the spots. And now you can fish on the Canada side. So there's a whole new kind of territory to to search out and venture out to so it's it's good it's good to well hang en- out enjoy your week week with the boys and catch a lot of fish yeah yeah i want to see, see a lot of pictures on uh plumbing <laughs> perspective and yeah. john mason brink uh oh, instagram yeah. accounts right on so tim yes talk about a couple topics before we jump off and uh, do our thing for the weekend. But um, one thing I wanted to, to address, and we did this IG live last night. We do it every Thursday night and had some great guests. Keith Scott, KCS Plumbing, and Omar the Plumber jumped on a little bit later and had a really great discussion about different stuff. Probably talked about an hour. And uh, you can check that out on Plumbing Perspective's uh, Instagram page. But when I was promoting this uh, a couple days ago, or yeah, a couple days ago, I posted some pictures of Keith, and Keith is an African American and very proud, very you know, great worker, good good business guy. You know, he's just killing it, right? And I get these comments from somebody, and you can go to the page and look for yourself. I'm not going to call him out here, but you know, he's mentioning that my page or, you know, the plumbing perspective page is woke because we have this guy on and I <laughs> just, what an idiot. I just, I just have to laugh cause he's just an idiot. And if that's what you think, well, God bless you, you know? And he said some other pretty stupid things. And he basically said I was a, a liberal Democrat, which <laughs> whatever you want to call me, whatever. I don't really care because it's not true. I mean, I do have some views all over the place, but you're pinning me in a box and you don't know one thing about me. So I said this last night when we opened the Instagram live is 
you know what? You you have a choice when you wake up in the morning. Listen, people have bad days. I get it. But basically, you have a choice, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to do some good things. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to treat people with respect and, and treat people right. Or the other decision is I'm just going to be a fucking asshole, right? And I'm just yep. going to be a dick to everybody. I'm going to be angry all the time. And that's what this person, I've seen him post before. And I don't even know if it's a male or a female, but uh, it's just this person is just angry. Well, I was going to say, this wasn't an isolated incident. This has happened on numerous occasions. That being said, it wasn't an isolated incident. If it was an isolated incident, I would say, all right, he's had a bad day. She's had a bad day. But this is something that has occurred previous occasions several times. And I just think the person's got issues. And yeah, I told you to block him, but I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, that's the be determined, I guess. It's just uh, <laughs> unfortunate um, that these people... They just have nothing better to do. And I said, you know, Instagram, for the most part, is a supportive community. People have met yep. lifelong friends on there. They share work and they they talk about different work projects and get advice from people and look up to people. There's mentoring going on. There's a lot of great things that happen on social media. And then you get the handful of just dicks that... Ass hats that you want to throw punch. Well, I just don't really have a lot of time or patience for it. So you, you want to act like that, you're going to be blocked. Well, good on you for taking the high road. Because um, yeah, I, I think the easy road would have been just to block it and call the guy an ass hat and throw punch him and leave it at that. But you took the high road, and I applaud you for that. Well, thank you, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so, See, we're all, uh, we're all about positivity. I mean, come on. We did really have a good conversation last night with uh, – with Keith Scott and then Omar, the plumber, Omar Harris jumped on and um, Mike Prinkavage was on there and they're all in the trades. And I'm just a, just a schmuck, just, you know, fly on the wall, listening to this conversation. And the topic came up about, um, you know, when these new guys come in to work, what's the easiest thing that you put them on that they can learn right away and I believe all three of them said drain cleaning was like yeah. the easiest thing, you know, go put them on a drain cleaner and get to work. And uh, I thought that was pretty interesting to hear that. Not even like two days ago, Tim, I sent you this report. Yep. So you, you can look at it, but there's a report that says drain cleaning equipment market size worth up to 2.8 billion by 2031. I think that's a global perspective, right? It is. Yep. It is. But still, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah, and, there's, and it's a pretty competitive landscape when you talk about all the different players in the marketplace. I know just our experience with Rigid and Milwaukee and General Pipe and uh, you know, you've got multiple manufacturers out there that are uh, putting stuff out in the marketplace. So glad to see that number growing globally at a pretty good compound annual rate. Yeah, there's a couple bullet points here. It says, North America is expected to dominate the drain cleaning equipment market and is expected to hold a significant share during the forecast period attributed to aging infrastructure as well as increasing urbanization in the region. Now, the second 
bullet point is the regional market is witnessing an increase due to the factors such as stringent environmental regulations and growing awareness of preventive maintenance. And the third, increasing incidences of drain blockages. So maybe we eat more and poop bigger. <laughs> I blame I blame the wipes. I blame the wipes. Well, wipes are good, yeah. And then uh, focus on water conservation in the region are also anticipated to escalate the growth of the regional market over the analysis period. I'm just reading these three bullet points here. So, and then the segmentation, hand tools, power machines. Um, so it says toilet, urinal augers, grappler hook, hand spinners, and then the power machine, drum machines, sectional machines, water jetters, etc. So uh, it's good news to hear that, uh, you know, this, this particular segment of the plumbing industry is, is growing. Well, I think one of the things that we noticed at WET, you know, we've been going to WET, I've been going to WET for 15 plus years, um, and we've been going to it as a company for multiple years, and we've seen that show continue to grow and number of products in that that sector uh, are coming, becoming more and more uh, technology, technology savvy mm-hmm. um, and certainly uh, easier to use with more power, more battery power. So I, yeah, I, it's cool. It's a cool report to read. And um, we were talking to Eric about this yesterday, him and Andy, when we were doing a podcast that will be out next week. Um, You know, that's something that Eric has gotten into over the last couple of years. He wasn't much of a, wasn't much of a into drain cleaning service work, but he's become, uh, it's become more, um, stuff he does more often yeah and why not if it's not part of your plumbing business why not you know make it part of your plumbing business if it's if it's something that can get you increased revenue by all means and from what these guys said it's not it's not overly extensive investment or it's an overly you know as far as education and and getting these guys to learn it quickly so yeah, we've got several people that we are friends with in the industry that it's probably 80% of their service work is um, drain cleaning. So I just wanted to kind of bring up that, that report, Transparency Market Research. Yeah. Uh, says <laughs> the CAGR uh, growth will be 6%. So Tim, Com- what is <laughs> compound annual growth rate? Compound annual growth rate. Well, that's good. Yeah, so that's a, that's a positive in our industry. So yeah. let's keep talking about the positives, right? Yeah, and speaking of positives, you did a story this week on Patrick Finley. Yeah, um, talk about a guy that's got his shit together. Um, yeah. That guy's a, that guy's he's he's good. Case in point is I said, hey, would you be interested in doing this? And I sent him the questions, and I swear he gave them back like two days later. I was thinking like two weeks, and it was <laughs> two days. And they were lengthy. Ans- you know, his answers were really thought out. And and I said, man, you really killed this. And he goes, well, I want to do more blog work and and writing. And, you know, he's doing the podcast, yeah, the Commercial Kitchen Chronicles podcast. And he's just doing real – He's like I said – 
positivity. He's doing great things. He wants to teach uh, people in his niche of commercial kitchen service and repair. And it's pretty cool, man. You know, you got to give him a lot of credit. Yeah, I was going to say, if you haven't read the article, uh, John did a contractor spotlight on Patrick Finley. It's, uh, you can go to mechanicalhub.com or plumbingperspective.com and check that out. It, it Like I said, it really good spotlight on, like I, you do these a couple times a month for contractors in the industry. And so it's a great resource and great value to see what John does and shining a spotlight on all the hard working men and women in the industry. And if, if you know somebody in the industry that uh, deserves to have a light shined on them, uh, get a hold of John or I and get to work. Yeah. Hey, real quick before we leave, uh, you know, we were supposed to spend, send that headshot and a little bio to Spencer. Yeah. For the American plumber stories. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what we're going to be doing yet. We'll have to keep that on the down low for now. But um, <laughs> I sent, but, I, but I sent him my uh, bio, and he got back to me. He goes, "Well, can you can you add more detail to it? What kind of detail could you add to a bio? I mean, I'm, I'm guessing you shared that you know you've been doing this for that long. Prior to this, you've done that for this long. You went to this school. You graduated from this school, and that's what you've been doing for the last 25 years." Well, yeah, but I mean, I did add my school, but that was so long ago. I don't even really like acknowledge. I mean, I acknowledge it, but is that really? Do people care that I went to Wisconsin? No, I do, but nobody cares about that. So. True. Anyway. I so I sent him a bio, a short little bio, and I, I mentioned that I went to Kansas State. I mentioned yeah. that I was in the Army, but most of, most of everything in my little paragraph bio was what I've been doing for the last twenty five years in the industry. Yeah. Yep. So, which is basically about the same thing you've been doing for the last twenty years. Yeah. So, years. Ho- hopefully, we'll have some. We'll you know be able to announce what that was about, and uh, you know our work with the American Plumber Stories will continue into season four, right? Or is it five? I don't even season remember. five, I believe. Yeah. Um, so. it, we. I'm looking forward to it. I know there's a lot of things that we've got on the table and. Uh, we're not able to talk about yet, but it's going to be exciting. Uh, Spencer and the team over there at Fister does an incredible job with American Plumber Stories. Um, yep. I, talking about shining a spotlight on the industry, that's it. they do a great job. Well, be careful out there. Wear your stocking so you don't burn yourself. Well, there's one thing I will say re- real quick. I know I love the real quick reference, but... Um, <laughs> There's one thing I do not like about conditions-wise fishing. So I don't care if it rains. I don't care if it's a little windy. I don't care if it's cold or cooler. But do not put me on a boat at 90 degrees and no wind where you're just floating out there. And floating it's and hot. You're sweating. You're frying. There's flies that circle the boat and they bite you. If you, you know, they call them ankle biters, black flies. It's just miserable. And so for the most part, it's supposed to be 80 degrees or less. And there's one day it's supposed to be like 87. I keep looking every day, please come down a little bit. And then like the next day it will go up to 89 and it'll come down a little bit. And I'm like, oof, this could be a tough one right there. So, Well, I've heard the mosquitoes up there are horrendous this year. So yeah. be careful. Take your DEET. Uh, be yeah. careful. Catch some fish. Enjoy some uh, beers and yeah, bourbon deep. with the boys. <laughs> Either get cancer or get 
bug bites. So you take your pick. <laughs> I, you know, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, at at the end of the day, you, mosquitoes are a pain in the ass. You, you do whatever you can to keep them away from you. Right on. All right, Tim. Have a good week. Safe weekend. travels. <laughs>